Hi, welcome to Astro by Mali. I'm your host, Mali. This is the second episode. First of all, I want to say I'm very sorry it took so long to record this. I've just had life issues, but we're here now. And today, I want to talk about overprotective parents. I basically just went on Google and put in overprotective parents, and what came up was someone who generally wants to protect their children from harm, hurt, and pain, unhappiness bad experiences and rejection from hurt feelings, failure, and disappointment. Now, from this definition, it just seems like they're trying to do the best thing for me, for you. But then a child never learns lessons in life, you know, and how to stand on their own. When they want to protect you from the vices and the evils and immoralities of the world, and they try to control every situation. And mind you, this comes from a place of love, you know, and fear of how crazy the world has become, Fear of the world, you know, chewing up the child and then spitting up the child right out. Overprotective parents tend to rob you of your individuality and ingenuity. And I'm of the school of thought that human growth consists of different phases. You need to go through some things and pass through some phases to make you a resilient person and be able to stand pressure much later on in life. I think as a parent, the ultimate goal is to grow an independent and resourceful individual or individuals now when you're always rescuing your child or you're trying to control every situation your child is or every just control your child's life basically the confidence that they need to develop to be independent a child might likely not develop that you want the children to be resourceful they're not going to be resourceful because in the child's mind they're always going to need rescuing, you know. Like if a situation comes, oh, I can't handle this myself. But yeah, my mom has got it. Yeah, my, my dad has got it. Now there's nothing wrong with like asking your parents for help, you know, if you're going through some things and whatnot. But there should be a stage in your life where you can take, as an adult, you should make certain decisions, be able to make certain decisions by yourself for yourself. And then when something occurs that they have to stand on their own, the children and have to stand on their own, they won't be able to believe they can do it because. You've never given them as parents. You've never given them the opportunity or chance they need to, you know, go through certain things and, you know, and make decisions or profile solutions to problems, you know, to enable them grow themselves, you know, their confidence and bolster, you know, their self-esteem um, and all of that. Yes, nobody wants their child to be independent before they're ready, but you shouldn't hold on to them, you know, and shelter them longer than they need to because... That doesn't help either. When I decided to talk about this topic of protective parents, by the way, it was, my, it was my younger sister who gave me this topic. So thank you so much, Hawa. Um, I put out a question, two questions actually. And the first question was, do overprotective parents raise delinquent kids? And the second was, are you of the opinion that children of overprotective parents usually grow up with self-esteem issues, low self-esteem, you know, self-doubt, and ability to integrate, you know, with, uh, with the crowd, you know, just have interpersonal relationships, healthy, safe interpersonal relationships. And I got a lot of feedback and the response that was most common, that's from the first question, the overprotective parents raise delinquent kids, was that most people agree that, yes, overprotective parents do raise delinquent kids and the 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 response that was most common was that you know they encourage by being overprotective they encourage your children 
tonight and be rebellious. I agree with that. And I think this happens when expectations are too high or unreasonable. And then again, most overprotective parents want compliance from the children and no communication. I feel like it's totally, I feel like it's wrong to just want absolute compliance from your child. You know, you don't want them to, you don't want to hear their input. You don't want to hear anything they have to say. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anyone to go and disrespect their parents. Because I know they. But a child is not a human being, is not a machine that you just give instructions and then it just churns out answers. You know, most parents are unable to create a, a, a place or a, an environment where the children feel safe or comfortable enough to talk to their parents about any and everything. I feel like that's where the issue is, first of all, myself. Your children should be able to open up to you about certain things. They should think of you when they want questions to something, to an answer all day, they, you know. They want to figure out certain things. I feel like they should think of their parents first in some things. When I say they think of you first in some things, not that you have made them so reliant on you that you know you've made them believe that there's nobody that could answer them correctly or that you know you're the only one that could actually have their best interest and heart. Listen, but that you have created an environment that is also a space that is comfortable for them to open up to you about certain things, you know. And, and ask questions and come to you to know things because kids are curious and the more you tell them don't do this or you they ask questions and you cannot give them answers they want to do these things you know they want to have answers to these questions that they have or as and 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 because you you can't give them the answer you give them is not reasonable enough or you just won't answer the questions you know they'll find someone who answered for them in a wrong way and there's a wrong outcome from that and then they lie to you about it or as soon as they get small freedom you know, like boarding schools or university, they try everything. You stop them from doing that, and they hide it from you. They lie to you. They they lie to you about these things. Like they have, it's like now they have a split personality. When they come home, they are exactly how you want them to be. But then when they're back in school, they you know, they have freedom. And and when you spent your entire life being guarded, being controlled, it is very very viable that you know, your rebellion against your parents will take will take the form of engaging in potentially dangerous behavior and taking large gambles with physical, mental or even monetary safety. You no know, I feel like kids from overprotective families have no real they have no real concept of, you know, like real life issues, real risk levels, you know, and when they become adults they just push boundaries without fully understanding what is at stake. That's when you see kids doing crazy things they're doing things they shouldn't do so i'm going to give an example of what i just said how we could affect the child and you know they lie to the parents i have this so i'm going to give an example of what i said about you know being overprotective being an overprotective an overprotective parent <laughs> what is wrong with me oh, oh, oh this morning i'll be afternoon being an overprotective parent can you know you can cause a child to lie to you and you know end up being rebellious. So I had this classmate in school before coming to university. She did not she was not allowed to have friends. She was not allowed to go out. Her friends the people that she met in school, maybe like her classmates, they couldn't visit her. She couldn't visit them. She didn't have a phone. It was when she got to university now they got her phone because obviously she has to 
communicates with her people back at home. So this is someone who she never been put in a real life situation. She never put in a situation where she has she has to be on her own and make decisions for herself. You know where she can think for herself and this thing. So because she's never been put in this kind of situation, she 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 doesn't know how to make the right decisions. Let me just put it like that. This is someone that, after a while of being in school, I don't say it was just peer. It was yes, yes, peer pressure is added, but also she did not have. She wasn't taught how to make right decisions for herself. Her parents always had to make decisions for herself. You know, and when you're in a you're no longer in that environment where your parents have control over the environment. She's in school now. It's far from her parents' control. They can only call her and tell her warning. But she's interacting with different people now. And peer pressure also is added. She made wrong wrong friends, wrong crowds. This one that's asthmatic. She said they smoking. She said they, you know, drinking, doing drugs, you know, rolling with the wrong crowd. School will be in session, and that is when she should be going for her own holiday. She will travel to an, a, a totally different state from where school was, from where her parents were, or her parents rather, because her mom was there. And then she, she was started dating a married man. Apparently, the man told her he was going to divorce his wife for her. First of all, like, there's just too many things wrong with this. Do you get? I feel like he's as a result of the overprotectiveness of your parents you never give her the opportunity to make mistakes you should have made when she was much younger when she was you know those teenage years when she could make mistakes and learn from those mistakes and you could correct time the right way but you always had to be kg correct so this little freedom she's had she's going to make choices without really thinking through or knowing what is really at stake and then another response I got was that, you know, children of, of, of a protective parents tend to acquire a sense of dependence on their parents. I said something about this earlier, where a child eventually gets used to, you know, being rescued and can't deal with real-life issues on their own without consulting or depending on their parents. Even a decision as minor as deciding what to eat, you have to consult your parents. You know, this these children have grown up with their parents, conditioning them into thinking that, they're the only ones who can actually care for you. That's your parents are the only ones who can actually care for you and protect you from the world. You know, your ability to assess adult decisions by yourself is, is often hampered. And then it comes to a point where these parents will now start to complain. This child is not proactive. You, this child, you are not proactive. You are not resourceful. You are just useless. Look at your mate. Is it not your mate? <laughs> Forgetting that. The child is this way as a result of the way you train this child. You know, that there are formative years where you can teach a child all the values and morals you hope and wish for them to imbibe. And then you just have to send the child into the world in quotes, you know, with a little guidance. And you just hope and believe that your teaching, your teachings and, you know, the upbringing you give the child is enough, you know. Kids, kids should be guided but also giving room to make mistakes and learn, you know, because if not, they, they, they become adults without the capacity to rationalize. That making mistakes are part of life, and you can make a major comeback from a minor setback. Yo, um, some motivational speaker stuff right here. I'm feeling fly. <laughs> but seriously, on the serious, do you understand? What I just said now is just an example of that person that my classmate I gave example of when i was in university 
she was never given the opportunity to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes so as an adult she was not she was like she couldn't make rational decisions i i have a i have a friend who when i asked this question he said like he was really pain about this delinquent about you know um, of a protective parents raising delinquent kids he said to me he was like yes he he does agree and it is a miracle what he said i'm quoting him mali it is a miracle that i am not like delinquent like in the sense like he doesn't steal he doesn't like he's not crazy doing like stuff he shouldn't do and all of that but like he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life you know and he has a very hard relationship with his father he has a tough relationship with his father his parents were so controlling like they wanted to control every aspect of his life they wanted to listen and maybe he got a little bit of when he was in university and now he's just trying to figure out who he is what he wants to do with him with his life with himself after university this can be a very difficult opportunity you know because his parents have always they made him dependent on them like he always they were doing his thinking for him all the choices in his life they were the one making choices for him what are you going to study in school what are you going to you know the parents were always the one making those decisions for him this like you you're, you're making your child dependent on you what if you now die god forbid nobody wants their parents to die yes obviously it's hard but your parents will eventually die so when you now die as a parent you're not always going to be around with your child that's just you're going to die before your child obviously every parent will die before your child yes so are you trying to say like you're raising someone who's going to be inadequate to themselves they're going to be useless to themselves that's basically what you want to do as a parent then if you want to child to be totally dependent on you for every and anything even before you even die myself as a parent it gets to say that it's hard for people to accept you but your parents will get old like you will get old you will not be able like to handle like i don't want to say it will become sin now but to just that accuracy that alertness you had is not going to be there again like this thing it now becomes you know the parents where the parents you know the parent becomes the child the child becomes the parents do you understand so what what do you want your child to do to do in that situation because you raise someone who is inadequate they cannot take care of themselves they cannot take care of you also which takes us to the next like effect like i think it's everything actually related i feel like as i'm talking about it just flowing i think everything's related like low self-esteem because like overprotective parents by always making your children dependent on you constantly protecting them you know standing on the way trying to control everything everything that has to do with your child you're in there really send the message that this child in question is incapable this child is vulnerable this child can't make valid decisions and will survive without your help so that child like just doesn't believe in themselves like you understand even when you know you have the potential to do like nah, but i don't think i can do this yeah i don't think i can do this which then again leads to anxiety you know the, the doubt that that doubt that like you know that doubt you have that oh i can't do this my, my parents may believe that i cannot do this i can't make valid decisions you know I, i'm not like i'm useless without my parents help you know I, i'm i'm incapable of doing things by myself this now encourages timid behavior which now prevents the child 
from confronting fears you know and by you know by and we all know that by confronting fears we're eliminating those fears so when you're now timid you cannot confront fears you're, you're now being you're constantly being stressed about your fears that is an unhealthy way to live that is very very unhealthy this could now lead to depression and so on and so forth i feel like the like ah, the list could just go on and on and on but like this were this were like most of the responses that i got and i totally agree with like every of them i agree and they're all like i feel like they're all related or should i say like it's like a build-up you know when you know you like one happens the death the second definitely has to happen and then the third has to happen you get as a child we we needed our parents for certain things you know we 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 had to be we had to be dependent on our parents for many things you know taking care of us you know clothing us feeding us you know teaching us the right things to do to say giving us money providing for us you know but but as an adult well when we grow older as, as adults we don't re- really need our parents as much as we used to know them when we were children and so the contact with our parents is mostly voluntarily and done out of obligation but i think for parents the ultimate like the goal or the ultimate goal for a parent is to have your children reach out to you you know check on you voluntarily because they actually like you as a person or they actually like you as people and if you're if you're if you're protecting them you know and badgering them treating them like puppets you know you're pulling pulling their strings or they can never please you or you constantly criticizing them your kids won't, won't want to have you know anything to do with you voluntarily when they're older and they, they will just they will just be waiting for when they can you know get older and break free from the headache that is you as a parent i'm not a parent i said this before but i just feel like if we could as parents you know it's it's probably hard dealing with teenagers or dealing with children is probably hard because my sister's son is just like one year plus and he's a handful Ooh, he's a handful boy you know if you can just like foster a sense of foster a growing sense of independence in the children like let me give for instance my sister's child now sometimes like when maybe for instance when he's he just learned his he he learned how to walk a few months back and he's walking and he's running maybe he falls and he's as opposed to just going me and picking him up and then be like all cuddling and everything when he falls she lets him like obviously he'll he'll be looking around he wants comforting and this thing it's not even comforting each other but when you do it too often he now becomes like he even becomes afraid to take the next step or it just feels like it's it's just like I don't know how to put it, but yeah, I hope you guys understand. Foster a growing sense of independence, you know, allow kids to walk through situations and problems solve for themselves rather than coming in and solving the problem. Or if that's too much to deal <laughs> with as a parent, like giving the child that much control, why don't you walk alongside the parent with the child? Sorry, what as a parent, why don't you walk alongside the child? You know, with the child being actively involved in finding a solution to a problem. You know, give independence along every step on the way to, with boundaries and guidelines, you know, help them make sound, good decisions and not do something that may possibly wreck their future or their present. 
most kids don't tell their parents things because they because they the parents overreact i have friends that lie to their parents you know as opposed to telling them the truth because they're like ah, somebody, ah my mom i bet my mom she's a drama queen she will start just start you know she will just start you know do you get I, I listened to something recently and I, when I was trying to like get stuff for this podcast, basically do research and then about overprotective parents, he wasn't allowed to go out and then he lied to his parents that, you know, he was going to his friend's place and he, he did go to his friend's place, but they went to the party together and then when they went to the party, I think like a fight broke out or they were called something of the sort and it was like three story building. He jumped while running. He jumped. From the building down and he landed on his arm and he broke his arm and he was able to escape and go home but when he woke up the next morning he woke up with a shout <laughs> and then he told this is funny but it's it's funny but it's also like this is wow like i'm like wow this is something that should be like we should talk about this more often and then he woke up the next morning with a scream and then he was like he had a dream that witches were chasing him and the next day he woke up his arms were hurting and to this day his parents believe that story do you get we have to create as, as parents i think it's like you should parents should try to create n- neutral like grounds where you know their children can communicate to them listen to your children without you know insulting them without blaming them or shaming them but just you know try to fill out Wherever there might be gaps in their thinking or in their reasoning, just try to fill out those gaps, you know, give them nudges as opposed to just trying to cage them and put them, you know, in your shackles till whenever. It's hard for parents, I guess, to just watch your child, your child, your children or your child grow for someone who's always needed you to and a young adult who can do things for themselves, you know, and just leave the nest and all of that. But that is the mark that you for your child to be able to integrate into society successfully and you know be independent resourceful resilient that is the mark that you are, are a great parent yo <laughs> this motivation must be stuff man but yeah basically so and i feel like we've come to the end of today's episode that was some serious stuff yo but anyways i really want to hear back from you guys um i would love to get feedback from you guys i'm still new at this so let us be kind i use the name of god to beg us um you guys reach out to me you can reach out to me on my via my instagram my instagram handle is aking fatima k-i-n-g-f-a-t-i-m-a the icon there is like an emoji with a crown and then there's a write-up i am king that is me just send me a dm or yeah basically um you guys kindly listen and subscribe to my podcast and to the parents out there i just want to say you know with prayer and the right guidance prayer can never be uh, overestimated or be overemphasized for speaking English people here but yeah with prayer and just like the right energies like freedom release the reins a little bit yeah and then just hope that you know give them the right training in their formative years values and morals and your child your children will turn out okay i'm gonna look at me now <laughs> but anyways i'm hoping to hear from you guys you guys have a productive day bye